0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder
1: and Lightning.
0: This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Monday morning, Sunday evening. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get your podcast from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners especially our service minimum out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise that you can't find just anywhere else. Only at College Corner can you find it. They have the biggest and best selection in central Mississippi. Two locations to serve you. They're in uh, Flowood by uh, the Half Shell. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. And, of course, you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, Starville's best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare, with Mississippi roots. I mean, it's just a great place to go. Now, that the, uh, now this weekend, or this week, it's actually going to be legit cold outside. So put on a, uh, put on a polo, and then put on a, a jacket over it. Put on, you know, that quarter zip. Do something, and get over to Humble Taco. Warm yourself up with a little chips and salsa, and then some great tacos. The kind of food you can't get anywhere else. Firehouse Subs wants to remind you it is First Responders Month over there, and they are doing everything they possibly can to help out the community. And by all you've got to do to help your community is go order a sub. Whenever you do that, you can buy a medallion, $1, $5, or $25 medallions from Firehouse Subs, and that supports the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation, which has raised over $800,000 just in the state of Mississippi. So we're talking about millions of dollars going out to communities across our country. And right now, Firehouse Subs, when you go there, you can order the Prime Rib Sub, which is a sub that has Prime Rib on it. That means it's going to be delicious. So head over to Firehouse Subs, make your donation, and help out in your community. Locations in Starville and Oxford, Columbus, Tupelo, Flowood, and Madison. Well, that didn't go according to the new plan. The old plan, it went exactly according to. And Robbie, I think we've learned a lesson here today. Always go with your gut, especially in my case because it's so big. Obviously, something's going on down there. I know things. But Kentucky 27, Mississippi State 17, a Murphy's Law game. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong for the Bulldogs from top to bottom. They were dominated on both sides of the line of scrimmage, which is funny because Robbie and I spent the entire week telling you how Mississippi State was going to dominate Kentucky on both lines of scrimmage. I'm not bitter or anything. So let's find out what happened in Lexington. Let's find out from the man who knows. (laughs) Tell
1: him, fuck! Well, (laughs) Brian, I'm doing the reverse Brian Haydab from here on out, I think. Okay. I'm not taking new evidence to change my opinion. Fair. I'm taking taking old evidence to form my opinion. I'm taking history on my side here. We should have just stuck with our guns, Mm. Brian. We should have stuck with our guns. This would be a fun day we on the
0: 24-7 message board. If We, we should have gone to back guns. to the
1: summer and said in the LSU game, Mississippi State is going to lose this game. Mm-hmm. We should have gone back to that Kentucky game. Mississippi State is going to lose this game. When we were talking about that stuff, both you and I said, you know, State does not play well at LSU. They don't, they don't really come out and attack like they should on the road. They're very passive Um, you know, the fans get to them, they make mistakes. So we're going to pick Mississippi State to lose this game. We should have said, you know, Mississippi State, even in 2014, did not play well against Kentucky on the road. Their last three trips there, they have just been awful. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what kind of team they have, doesn't matter what kind of team Kentucky has, they've been awful. I should have done that, Brian. I should should have not put my faith in Mississippi State to step up to the plate Mm -hmm. and made something happen because history suggests that Mississippi State's not going to do it. And that's exactly what happened on Saturday night. We watched the almost the exact same game that we've seen at Lexington since 2016. And you know, there were some people that were saying, "Well, well they scored 38 points in 20 I don't care. The game was bad. Mississippi State didn't execute on the defensive side of the ball in 2016. They made mistakes in special teams. That game was bad. No matter what the score was, I don't care. But the last three times they've been there, the offense has just been absolutely anemic, and it was it was quite frankly the worst offensive performance we've seen out of Mike Leach's team since 2020. And I had I had no inkling that that was going to happen coming in this ball game. I thought you know 2020 was Real Rodgers' first time to play at Mississippi State. That game, you know, KJ Costello was bad. The, the air raid was just getting started for the Bulldogs. For them to come out and lay that kind of egg is very, very disappointing. At this stage in Mike Leach's career at Mississippi State, he's following the same script that he's done everywhere he's been. He's going to win some big games. He's going to put some head scratchers out there. I was hoping that that was over. It's not. This is what it is. This is what you're going to see as long as Mike Leach is here and as long as you're following Mississippi State sports. You will see Mississippi State – completely fall on its face when it has an opportunity to take a, take the next step. They've done it twice this year. They've given you hope at the beginning of the season, fell on their face at LSU. They gave you hope in the middle of the season with three straight wins, 40 points a game in all of those games. They fell on their face at Kentucky. Kentucky is too good of a team to come in and, and sleepwalk like that, but they're not good enough a team for you to look like that against. Mississippi State should have looked better in that game. They completely blew it. And now, you're, once again, you're back at that spot where you're hoping for 7-5, and five, maybe 8-4, and four, um, if you're able to go pull off what's going to be an upset win at, at Ole Miss. I mean, that's what you're looking at now. And, I mean, hey, if Auburn looked like they, had, they showed some signs of life against Ole Miss. I'm, I'm not counting another game as a surefire win outside of East Tennessee State. I, th- I think State will play well at home but this this stuff going on the road and just being completely flat and and listen, it falls on Mike Leach too. I mean, he can blame players for for feeling fat and happy or whatever his his comments were on that. This falls on coaching too. I thought they got outcoached on Saturday night, so completely disappointing uh ball game for Mississippi State. people were beginning to get on the Mississippi State bandwagon. Josh Pate called Mississippi State the most underrated team in the entire country. And they've uh, they they just blew it. I mean that that's plain and simple. And this is this is what's happened both of our entire lives. Even in 2014, when they went to number one, you end the season with three losses. This is Mississippi State sports outside of that national championship that they won last year in baseball. Which since then, by the way, things have just not been great for Mississippi State sports. But. The the uh, the sports gods have, have have looking to uh, to to pay back. They've got
0: yeah. they've gotten they're just desserts.
1: But uh, but anyway, you know I'm I'm not going to overreact and and do the whole. I mean, again, every single loss it's it's time for Sawyer Robertson to get in there. You know, I'll, I mean, we don't have to react that way, but we can call it like we see it and say that it was a awful performance from Mississippi State in just about every single category. They had a four-yard punt. I mean, they just complete they completely forget how to play football when they go on the road in the SEC. And that's disappointing to be a senior and junior group that's played a lot of football in a year three under Mike Leach. They go into a, a road game like that and just completely forget what they're doing. That's disappointing. That's concerning moving forward. But I'm not going to overreact to the point where I'm saying State's going to struggle to get to bowl eligibility. They're barely going to win six games. Time to change quarterback anything like that. It's just disappointing.
0: Disappointing is a great word. Frustrating would work. There's another word that perhaps could be used. It starts with a P.
1: Putrid. Hey, that's my word. You don't get to say what? that word on this show. I, I get to, hey, what did I tell you? I get to say whatever I want. You don't, you're not the boss of me. You think you're the boss of me, but you're not. Sounds like the, like something. Like, was this boogie nights? What, what's happening over here? You're not my mom. <laughs> All right. What was it, What was his name? D- uh, Dirt, Dirt- Diggler. Diggler. Yeah. Yeah. Dirt Digler.
0: The best name in that movie, just for the record, is when they're 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 selling the idea of doing a series of movies, and uh, you know, Mark Wahlberg's like, "My name is Brock Landers," which is great. Yeah. But then Reed Reed Rothschild, played by John C. Riley, says. Uh, my name is Chest Rockwell. I mean, <laughs> Burt Reynolds said it right. Those are great names. Those uh, are great names. They are, they are fantastic. All right. Oh boy. I just, just. I mean, I just looked it up for, for my own knowledge. Last three trips to Lexington States had uh, thirty-seven penalties called on them.
1: Yeah, there's. I. You know, the 2018 game. I think they set a 16, record. Sixteen. Sixteen. sixteen? Yeah. Which is what Bama did yesterday. Yeah, which was a lot.
0: That one, was a, there was a lot of personal fouls, but there were also a lot, a lot of false starts. And that's, Kentucky is a good home environment. It's a good, yeah. Kroger Field, they, they they get into those games, right? Mm-hmm. Kentucky fans are good fans. They are into the game. But it's not so intimidating that you should have this as many false starts as State has no. every time they go
1: there. And this is, I mean, it would be different if this was a young team. Mm-hmm. But you have a third-year quarterback. You have you have third-year running backs. Most of that offensive line has played enough snaps at this point. I mean, that's not. There is no excuse for that to be happening. Yeah. And the tackles just they struggled to. I don't know if if you know last year there was some talk that Kentucky was simulating snap counts. I think they just didn't. I think they just were rattled. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were they they were nervous. Yeah. I don't know, but. Yeah. I mean
0: the first two plays of the game, Kentucky jumps off sides. You're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, state's gonna be in good shape here. And uh, no. All right. Let's jump in. I've got I've I've got eleven things that are true. Is that right? No, I have twelve. Twelve things that are true. But I want to read this tweet and we'll call it a thing that is true. It's from you know some random faceless account. Normally you don't get a lot of pearls of wisdom from those. But his name is J Dog, J T R A seventy one. I think this is accurate. You guys were asking why state fans aren't all behind this team filling up the stadium when they play. This. This performance against Kentucky. We all knew it was going to come soon. Nobody wanted to be there when it happened. That's why the stadium isn't full for home games.
1: There's a lot of truth in that. Like, Well, it's a, it's a lot like Mississippi State basketball. Yeah. People are just so, at this point, just kind of yeah, when, fractured. When you have a coach
0: who the mantra is, oh, he always loses one. Do you want to be the, the dad? Who spends five hundred, six hundred, a thousand dollars to come to Starkville to watch your team lose?
1: No, I mean I don't, I don't fully disagree with that. You I know? think that I think there's something to that. I think people just are not. I, I've felt for a while that people just are not bought into Mike Leach. They're not, and they're never I mean, going to be as very, long as you lose games like this. He doesn't. Never be. He doesn't do anything to capture the fan base. No. He doesn't. I mean, every now and then, you know, if he sees somebody, he'll talk to him, but. You don't see him reaching out to the fan base, trying to get people involved. Right. He's just kind of, I get, just, paid, I get paid to coach. I'm going to coach between these hours, and after that I'm going home and I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. And that's hey, what you paid for whenever you got him, though. Even with
0: beyond that, like last night, halftime, he's walking off, Cole Kubic trying to ask him questions. He's like, what? Yeah. And he's like, you know, what can you do, blah, blah, blah. He's like, we've got to block better. Pardon my language. No shit, Mike. You've got to block better. Thanks for that pearl of wisdom. And I'm not asking you to give out the game plan there, but Cole Kublik has a job to do. Yeah, the same as you do. You kidding? I mean, Saban will at least engage. That's Nick Saban, best coach of all time. He'll at least give a, a you know reasonable answer. I got to block better. I
1: mean, it's just it's annoying. It really yeah. is. Well, and it's especially annoying when he loses. Yeah, it's great. It's great when you're winning. When, when you're winning, it's it's, it's yeah. all fun. I mean, I I think some all of this right. stuff's funny, but. When you're when you're losing games, I mean, you just you can't. All right, let's jump in. Twelve
0: things that are true. They're all true, by the way. Number one, big picture. Let's let's do the big picture. Mississippi State's five and two. They went two and one in that stretch, just like you and I said they had to do. That's better than a lot of people would have predicted Mississippi State at this point. A lot of state what people would have had state three and four mm-hmm. at this point. A lot, a lot of you guys listening out there, a lot of you guys who are mad that they lost last night, thought that they were going to lose this game anyway. Yeah. You know, two months ago. So, you know, big picture, this team is exactly where I predicted it to be eight games in, or you know, seven games in, when I did my preseason picks. I changed my pick last week. I don't regret changing my pick because I, th- I thought the evidence pointed towards Mississippi State turning that corner. It'll be, it's going to be tough to get me to change picks again, by the way. Although, yeah. there is one pick I'm going to change, unfortunately. We'll talk about that later. I'm not changing mine. Well, yeah, you don't have to. But big picture, if you want to have some positivity, we'll lead with that. They're five and two. They're definitely going to win seven. I mean, I feel like they're going to beat Auburn. They should. And then it's just a question of can the other side of the Mike Leach coin the win one he's not supposed to win. It's going to be a big upset, though. It's going to be a shocker when it happens. So we'll see. Number two.
1: Well, I was going to say. Go ahead. Same thing. Like I. I had this team losing to LSU and Kentucky just like you did. Right. I we we both talked about coming into the stretch. State needs to win two out of three, um, and they did. Mm-hmm. But the disappointing thing is when you see that they should be better than they should be performing better than they did in those games. That's what's frustrating about it all. Uh, so the black and white, you know, well they're right where they right where we expected them to be. That's one thing, but for them to come out in those two ball games and just completely lay an egg on the offensive side of the ball and then get just smoked uh, defensively on, on Saturday night against Kentucky, that's mm-hmm. what's disappointing, to just look like you're, you're just kind of a, a dead fish out there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of what, what's the most disappointing. But, yes, you're correct. Five and two at this point is okay.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: According right. to preseason predictions. All right. Number two.
0: 2020 was a terrible year. We had the pandemic and, and all that. Yeah. Why did Leach and Rogers want to relive it last night? Oh. That was 2020, Mississippi State. It was. Eight running plays. Yeah. I'm sorry, seven. Seven running plays. Inability to, to do anything in the passing game. Offensive line looked like they just completely regressed. I know losing sharp was a big blow, but you, you gotta be able to you gotta be able to play better. And then defensively, you know, I'll say this. You know what? This, this this like this next couple of series. We, we, we'll talk about the defense. You're just it's going to hurt some of y'all's feelings when I say that they didn't play that bad, but they played. They did enough to win the game. The defense did enough to win the game.
1: They were still pretty bad. They're, they they weren't they weren't their best. They were not their best. I think at, it. But I think it was. It was just like LSU. Like they I ran think out of it gas. Was, I think. I think you They're had the the, forty minutes. Yeah, because the first half, I mean, you're holding Kentucky three to points. nothing pretty much in the first three possessions. And then at halftime, you, you've given up three points. But you scored three points. The offense has got to be better than that. You can't expect your defense to hold a team on the, on the road in the SEC to three points or you know less than ten points or something. Mm-hmm. You can't expect that. And as the game went on, when you're having three and outs on offense or you're getting off the field quick on the offensive side of the ball, the defense is going to steadily get worse. Um, it, was just, it, was, it was really frustrating that after that pick six, mm-hmm. Kentucky attacked immediately, immediately and the ball game was over. Ball game was over. You didn't even give yourself a chance. Yeah. That, that's, that's what was really frustrating. Too many big plays. They were getting gashed in the running game. Yeah. But you know, but
0: we'll get back to that. I'm just saying. Well, you started it. the conversation. Well, I, I want to I wanna, I wanna stay with the offense here for a bit. Okay. So let's go to number three. When Mike Leach was hired by Mississippi State, the, 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 the overwhelming theme was elevate the program, right? That Mullen had carried us this far. We kind of took a step back under Moorhead, but we're still good. And now it's about becoming a team that competes for championships. Mike Leach will never elevate this program. It is where it is. Mike Leach is not a coach who's going to win an SEC West championship. And because you can't do that when you lose games you're favored to win. All right? You can lose games to Alabama. LSU you know to when LSU is better but state this far thus far this year has lost two games where they were favored to win and you always this this albatross of he's going to lose a game he's not supposed to it just hangs over the program and, and that's what goes back to what I said at the beginning of this with the tweet that everybody's just they, everybody comes to MSU games just waiting for the other shoe to drop they're just in there like, is this the one? Did I did I did I buy a ticket to the game where they were gonna we're gonna lose? I'm gonna have to drive home and be upset the whole day? No. You can't get people to buy in like that. All right? Well, you look go back go back and look at Mullen's first year, right? He didn't he didn't until the the last game of the year, he didn't win a game he was supposed to win. Now, he was close to beating LSU, who was good. They were ranked that year. He's close to beating uh Houston. Houston. Yeah, you know, George Tech blew him out. Yeah, but close to beating Houston, that was a good Houston team. We, we all we all knew who Case Keenum was. Um, played really hard against the uh, number one team Florida. Just didn't have enough gas. Um, played played hard against Arkansas, who wasn't very good that year either. That was Petrino's first year, but our second year. But they, they they were better, but they weren't great. But then he won one that he wasn't supposed to win. He beat Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl to end the year. Too. To end the year, and he sent everybody off on a positive positive note. And then after that, when's the next time Dan Mullen won a game he wasn't supposed to win? 2012,
1: maybe. 2012? We believe. Oh, t- 2010. 2010. Oh, Florida? Um, yeah. Florida, Florida, Florida is, but Florida that year. State was a better team than Florida that year. Who else did they beat that year? Georgia? Yeah, but it was on the road. It they was beat in the Georgia,
0: but that Georgia team went 6-6 six and six and didn't have A.J. Green played in that game.
1: So I mean, if, well, you want to, if you want
0: to, okay, fine. So now we're in year two, and he's won a couple games he's not supposed to win. After year two, pick me
1: a game. Mullen won a game where he wasn't supposed to win. Um, well, the the game the game that I'm thinking about that was kind of mm-hmm. I felt like was kind of a step forward mm-hmm. was Tennessee. In 2012.
0: 2012. But
1: State was favored in that game. And, the, and you know, the first time he beat another SEC West team other than Ole Miss? not named Ole Miss was well, 2014, right? 2012 Auburn. Oh, 2012 that, Auburn. That, won that, that team three, games. Three, and 3 9. Yeah. Yeah. And that felt like a breakthrough game. And then you realized, dang, Auburn sucks. My point I'm trying to make is
0: this Mullen won us over not by winning games he wasn't supposed to win, he won them by winning the games he was supposed to win. You can look at MSU's schedule and say, well, they're going to win these six. And then it's just, do they? what do they do in the other six? That's how I'll determine how good they're. But they're not. I don't have to show up at Davis Wade Stadium thinking, are they going to lose to Louisiana Tech under Dan Mullin? He played a couple close games with them, but you, you knew state was going to win. You don't have that comfort with Leach.
1: Well, that's tough I, I to think, sell. I think from here on out they're they're good on like those games. Louisiana Tech. I don't I don't expect them to lose those kind of games. They lost about one last year. I know, but that was year two, game one of year All right, two. We'll see. I uh, I don't trust it. Well, this year he's. He'd blown he all has. those things. No, teams no, this year way. he has, but am I supposed to believe that forever and ever? Well, as long as he's here, I don't expect like, I remember losing. I expect him to
0: win those games. The first game that Mullen lost like that was South Alabama. Yeah, that 2016. Was eight
1: years into his tenure. Yeah. Uh,. Maybe maybe the twenty twelve Egg Bowl the twenty twelve Egg Bowl but it's the Egg Bowl I can't yeah but I can't still. state was better than Ole Miss that year they should have won but they they played really poorly in that game but it's still the Egg Bowl and Stranger Things No I there. I get your point I, I don't, I'm not gonna I don't expect him to lose to like uh, yeah. you know South Alabama or something right. but I do think that it's concerning that you're waiting those SEC games which are your most important games mm-hmm. every year mm-hmm. you're waiting for something bad to happen mm-hmm. and that's like Texas A and M you know they they started kind of trying to get back in the game. Everybody started freaking out. Arkansas, right before the half, they they scored a touchdown. Everybody starts freaking out a little bit. Nobody trusts this team to come out and just step on somebody's throat. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a surprise when the game ends and it was forty to seventeen. So you know when when you're doing that in the last three weeks, they've they they blew out all those teams. They blew out A and M and Arkansas. Well, you start to think, okay, well, maybe this team is different than the Mike Leach teams that, that he's coached, and especially here. It's not. It's not. It's it, not. You, you came out and you did the exact same thing at Kentucky that you did in 2020 with a significantly worse team. You had no excuse to do what, what, what you did on Saturday night. Yeah. Number four. We're going to go back to something I said after the LSU game.
0: You hired an offensive coach. Mike Leach is an offensive coach. This is your three. Of Mike Leach. He had 10 points and 225 yards. In year three, seven games in. With an offensive head coach. Not playing an elite defense by any stretch of the imagination. Which
1: was his fourth lowest total here. Yeah. Kentucky, it's got two of them, right? Two and ten. Top four, yeah.
0: 10 points. This is the man, you're paying him $5.5 million. If if you lose 55-52... If you lose like Alabama lost, you can't say anything about Mike Leach, right? It's like okay. Well people would be more excited about that. They would. I said I said that in year one, when Kiffin lost to uh to Alabama. I was like, at least they got a reason to buy tickets. Yeah. The games are exciting.
1: This offense when it's bad is bad. It's it's, it's very it's, boring. It's
0: like watching Kroom.
1: Yeah. It's what we talked about last year at times. Mm-hmm. You know, the offense when it's not when it's not like clicking, it's I've bad. never seen
0: an offense that's so easily Thrown
1: off though, yeah. Like if you, if you get them off of it, off of their axis, yeah. If the
0: first couple of drives, if State hasn't put it in the end zone, it's gonna be a long night.
1: Yeah, you is. can kind of tell. I, I thought the first possession, of the second half, I was like, okay, they're getting it rolling now. They mm-hmm. had like three straight plays, their first downs. Yeah, get inside the red zone. He he throws that touchdown pass, and then the defense just gave up a drive right down the field. It, it felt like from there, State just never really recovered. No, they but didn't. That, that offensive showing was just pathetic I mean it was and I don't know what I don't know what the overlying issue is you know I don't I, I thought they were bad at everything they didn't block they didn't uh, protect will up front mm-hmm. um, the receivers weren't great will was not was not very good in that game so it's just everything it's like when one thing is going wrong everything's going wrong on that side of the ball
0: it's well put.
1: All right, uh, we're at number five now.
0: The game plan against MSU is set. Everybody's going to do the same thing from now on. They're going to pressure Will Rogers. We, we will not be seeing any more of the rush three drop eight against Mississippi State. Those days are over. State's going to see blitz, blitz, blitz. Especially, I mean, next week, Will Anderson and the Cheetah package. and They might have
1: six, seven sacks. State, State's going State's to get obliterated. Yeah, we'll, in talk, game.
0: we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but, I mean, Auburn, Auburn's a team that can bring pressure. We know Georgia can bring pressure. Ole Miss can pressure the quarterback. That's all, that's all teams are going to do against Mississippi State now. They're going to blitz. They're going to say, if Will Rogers can find a way to beat us down the field, then that's just how it's going to have to be. But we're willing to take the risk of leaving some guys open and leaving some windows to bring pressure because MSU's offensive line can't handle it,
1: and, and, we'll, and we know Mississippi State's quarterback can't handle it. I felt like they just didn't really try to run the football. They didn't. I mean, they did early, and yeah. I know they, got, they got stuffed on a few plays, but it's like when they got stuffed – they were like okay that's it we're not we're done we with the running out. game yeah. and and it's like when they start freaking out they think okay we got to pass the ball the rest of the ball game and this offense just isn't going to be able to work unless you're running the ball so um, it's just not i i I refuse to believe that without establishing some kind of running game this offense can be as good as it can be i, right. I just don't think you can do it right and that's like as like you said i mean I, I I think that they can beat defenses That pressure will, but I think there's going to have to be some kind of established run game. You're going to have to uh, get some screens in there, some draws, something to negate that pass rush. Uh, And last night, I mean, it was just, they, they just couldn't do anything. I don't know what it is about Kentucky at third place, but State just forgets how to play offense.
0: Well, I mean, it's just been a road thing this year. I mean, Arizona is one thing, but even in the Arizona game, that game was closer than it probably should have been. I mean, they just—they just, they just not—they're not a good road team. Well, Very guess what? Very inconsistent there too. You know, the one game that you'd love to win the most
1: that's left on the schedule is on the road. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, really tough. Number five, and again, you and you win seven games and losing lose that one. Well, that's nobody. Up. You won't have nobody at that first game next year. No, number six. Number six. I'm gonna say this: the defense wasn't
0: good enough. It wasn't good enough, not 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 close, right? Nearly 500 yards offense to Kentucky, but in this day and age of college football, 27 points is not a ton. It's not a ton to give up, right? Teams give it up every week and win. People, there are, there are teams every week that give up 27 plus points and win the game. You had 10 points with eight minutes to go.
1: Well, this is this is exact. This is exactly what happened in those other two games. Seven. Kentucky didn't really do anything on offense until mm-hmm. the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and state was worn out. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm 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 going to blame defense too. Defense because, defense has some blame to take. I mean they were they were missing arm tackles. Mm-hmm. They were I mean they just ran right through them. Right. It, it was but, it was awful.
0: The start of the fourth quarter it was thirteen to ten.
1: Yeah. No, they were in position. Yeah. Um, they had done but enough. They, but the defense has got to be better. It's got to be better. Uh, they they've been getting away with. This reminds me of the egg bowl. People were blaming Arnett for the egg ball. I'm like, State had six points with yeah. eight minutes to go. Like, no. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the defense has got to be a lot better than what it is. It almost it gave up 500 yards to Arkansas. It did. Uh, you, You've gotten lucky the last three weeks or last two weeks mm-hmm. by forcing big turnovers that – that. And he almost State did it again that. this week. Yeah. You know, when, when, when Forbes picks off that pass, I'm thinking,
0: if they can get a stop, they're going to win this game.
1: If, four, if, if after that pick, State gets a three and out and they mm-hmm. go down there and score and they win the game win the like game. that, it's totally different. Day. Nobody's talking about the defense anymore. They're just saying, All okay, right. this is what the defense is. We're talking is. about the offense, but yeah. the defense is fine. But, yeah, the, the defense is just, they're But I can't, they're giving up. And I think a lot of it is, I don't think the defensive line is living up to any expectations. They're not getting the pass rush they need. They're, they're not. not stopping the run. They're not. It's, it's now a myth that this team is a good run defense. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a true story. We, we talked about that early, yeah. but the numbers are I, not bearing out. I was willing to put it on
0: scrambling plays, quarterbacks yeah. and things like that. Now, they're, I mean, they just ran the ball right at them all It's night. not
1: bearing it out. This team is not good against the run. Yeah. They're not good against the Which pass. Which is funny because, like, from a
0: linebacker perspective, especially Watson and Johnson should be really good against the run. Yeah, they're not. I don't know what's they're going not great. on. And then I mean, maybe Crumity back. Will, I think
1: will help. I think Crumity back but, will definitely but help. He's, but
0: he's he's not Jeff Simmons. No, he's not Montez Sweat.
1: He's not Fletcher Cox or or or, or Chris Jones. He's, there's nobody up front like that. No. There's there there's no. a couple NFL guys that I think can make a no, roster. They're good but, players, but.
0: But at the end of the day, my point I want to make is this. I I, I agree the defense did not play great. It did not play well. It didn't play good. Whatever adjective you want to use. But again, 27 points in college football in 2022 is not a massive undertaking. All right? I mean, a lot of people would have predicted. I I I think the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, S&P Plus, Bill Connolly, which, by the way, somebody, I forget who it was. Got in my mentions when I tweeted because I tweeted out that Bill Connolly had Kentucky winning the game. It was really close, but he had him winning. He was like, "This is why he's an
1: idiot." He just he sent me like six tweets of all like, "We're gonna, they're gonna kill Kentucky." And I'm just like, I don't know why anybody thought the state was just gonna march in there and yeah. just drub them. But that said, I thought I thought it would be a close game, tw- but 27 sh- points is not, it's not no insurmountable. In, that- in, 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 but ten offense points has got to do more than that. You can't,
0: you can't, you can't live on ten points. This is not, this is not nineteen ninety six. Yeah,
1: because we, I mean, well, let's not forget, seven of those
0: points came from Manuel Forge. No, no, 6 no, I'm, I'm giving him, t- I'm giving ten to the offense. Seventeen is what State scored.
1: That's what I'm saying. So yeah. seven, seven oh, oh, yeah, points yeah. came. So Will only Rogers 10. had one touchdown. Yeah. That's the only touchdown you had on offense, right? That's not going to get it done. It's not. You're not going to win hardly any games no. in the in this league. No. scoring one touchdown. No, not in twenty twenty two. I agree. Number seven,
0: just pick a punter. I don't care which one it is, but just pick one of them. One of them should be the punter. Quit, quit switching out punters. Well, Does anybody been, else switch out punters? Does any other team in the country switch out
1: punters? I don't know, but they, they've been good. They've been good, but... That was the first time that I would say that's not a good punt. That's, that's,
0: there's the difference between not a good punt and, but and what happened. That's awful,
1: yeah. But, that, but that's the first time. Like, just, cause just, I, I'm not going to... I can not I can't... I can't I'm not going to overreact don't punting. like. It's been
0: good enough. I don't like, when, when you're the only one doing something, you better either be way ahead of the curve or you're just doing it for the sake of doing it, I feel.
1: Well, both of those guys are they're different they're specialists guys. in what they do. So it's kind of like a... If he would have booted a 50-yard punt, you wouldn't have said anything. You're right, but he didn't. It was one punt, though. It was uh, a four-yard punt. I know, it was bad. Imagine he if Will Rogers it. threw a pass behind him. No, yeah, no, they no. Got intercepted or something. Well, I wouldn't say to bench him. Yeah. But I, you know, I just I don't think that's that's unless it continues. I don't right. think it's been I that just, glaring of an issue. It just bothers me. Uh, it's been, it has
0: been bothering me because I'm just like I don't understand why they're doing this. I feel like one guy would be better, but I haven't said anything because they've been good.
1: Well, Archer's kind of the I, one guy's the as long, far. As yeah, you I, can. Know, I I know. I get the roles. I get it. I'm just well, if you get it, then it should be an issue. It, well, it became an issue last night. One one time, I one mean time. it was a terrible punt. Yeah. I, don't don't get me wrong, but I'm I, like I, I'm willing it's to let right it wrong play though, out. Wasn't that the, the driver
0: Forbes picks off the pass? I think it was. Yeah, so <laughs> it didn't hurt it him. It didn't
1: hurt him. It's, it's yeah. Maybe I am an idiot. Usually, usually special teams when state screws up it hurts, it hurts them. them immediately. It didn't yeah, do anything. Didn't happen. Uh,
0: number eight. The win. The win. One you shouldn't game. If that's going to happen this year, will be a major league upset because we they have the lines out for Alabama. It's twenty one. The line for Georgia will be similar to that. And you're not counting Ole Miss as, one, as win one you shouldn't? No, I am counting Ole Miss as win one you shouldn't. Ole Miss, I, Ole Miss is probably at, at absolute worst going to be 9-2 and two coming into that game.
1: At worst? Yeah. I don't agree with that. I, th- I think I, they I could think very they're... easily lose at LSU, at A&M, and at Arkansas into I, Bama. Well, that's I, think, four
0: losses. I think they'll lose to Bama. And then I think they'll lose one other. And that's it. Uh, I mean, I just feel I, like they have mo- so much momentum. Uh, they're, they're, this is the exact
1: way it played out. I, I know when we were did. talking preseason, you said they and were going to be so, eight, seven or eight. I minutes. had them lose. No, no, I had them losing to Kentucky. Oh, I losing well, to Kentucky. I didn't. And, and that's, nothing's that, changed for me. So they th- played a terrible schedule. They have
0: played a terrible schedule, but they, they they just they have momentum. And honestly, at this point, I'm just convinced God is on their side or something. Because, no, that's
1: impossible. Well, is it? Yes. Explain what's happened the last two years to me, Robbie. Well, I mean, the devil works just as hard. I mean, this—I <laughs> mean, I don't. I'm just saying that. right I, I don't right now think the way God cares
0: about play, sports. I don't think he does either. I'm the just, devil. I'm, might just, either. I'm just making jokes here, but I, I, I see the way they play, and I just feel like they have so much confidence and so much momentum. And Kiffin's just a great coach. He really is.
1: They just gave up 34 points to. They did the second to worst team probably in the SEC. They did. They did. They did. And 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 with the third string quarterback, I'm that. Just, was fighting with his running back on the sidelines before the game, or oh, during, during the, the, game. the game? During the game, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not buying Ole Miss. I'm, I'm just I'm, not I'm, into I'm it. I'm just
0: gonna. I'm just going You know, when they when they won the Miami regional, I made my peace with the fact they were going to win the national championship. I was like, well, I knew they were going to I Omaha. Was, I was like, they're hot. They're hot. They're gonna. They're gonna win this. And I made my peace with it. I'm. St- I'm going to go and start making some peace here.
1: I just don't think that they're going to be nine and two coming. I think they're going to lose. I mean, it'd be great. At least three. It'd be great. But they're losing to Arkansas. Arkansas is a chance.
0: That's one of the two. I think that's the two. I think they're going to lose. think they're going to lose LSU too. I would not have thought that before last night. Last night, the way LSU played, they could win that game. Yeah, but that's
1: that's for another time. All right, LSU, at LSU, I know, I know. They I know. have they haven't been tested on the road it. yet. I get it. They played it. Georgia Tech and Vanderbilt I get it. on the road. So. Yeah, we haven't gotten our Alabama credentials yet, have we?
0: Do I do I really want to travel?
1: You know, I would not be upset if they said we can't fit. Oh crap, we forgot to send your credential. Oh, well darn.
0: Yeah, at this point, I mean, we could just—I'll cook out and we'll just watch some football. (laughs) I'm just saying, Robbie, we don't have—we don't have to go. Uh, We get the podcast done Saturday night. Have Sunday off. Be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Where am I here? Number uh, nine. Leach has to change some things. The problem is, I don't know which of the things to pick to tell you to change. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Somebody made a good point in terms of, like, when you look at Kiffin, right? Kiffin, they always have, like, a good game plan, it seems, offensively, right? They, they, they understand how, we, how to attack a team's weakness.
1: In the first half, they're yeah. really good about right. it. The right, second right, right. half, second half, coast, dwindle they coast. They coast a little
0: bit in the second half, but when you're they're up, very good at scripting. When you go up twenty-one nothing, I mean that's what happened. to Mississippi State, Arkansas, state goes up twenty-one nothing. You know the game's kind of cream cheese at that point. What is Leach's game plan though? His offense doesn't change. I don't feel like there's a lot of game planning going on. I feel like there's more. They they, they kind of work on themselves. Like let's just do, we're going to do our thing and it's going to work. I don't know. I mean, between that and between the way he, he, you know, like you said, doesn't engage the fan base, doesn't get you excited for Mississippi State football, doesn't get his team ready to play every week. There's a lot going on with Leach that you can point to and just go, if he would just fix that, yeah, you'd be a lot better.
1: So I don't, well, I don't know which thing to point to. It's like you know, if I don't he, know what's the most important. At some point, he's going to need these fans, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I don't think he cares either way, but you know when things when things are going bad nobody's going to have his back mm-hmm. because he doesn't he hasn't been a personable guy with people in this fan base mm-hmm. he doesn't go out there and, and campaign for NIL money like some of these other p- places mm-hmm. are doing he doesn't he doesn't go out there he doesn't do anything exciting H- him in this landscape is just not not a good match right and that that's kind of what you what you mentioned earlier about elevating. I think in 2009 if he would have been hired as Mississippi State's coach mm-hmm. instead of Dan Mullen, I think he would have been much better than than what he is now. Yeah. Uh but in this climate not a big time recruiting guy, not a big time transfer portal guy, he comes out and speaks against that. He comes out and speaks against NIL, wants the players to just be employees. Things like that, which again, if you if you if you want them to be employees, let's get an injury report every week. Yeah. Let's stop beating around the bush with that. But that's neither here nor there. Right. But yeah, he's going to have to be at some point more marketable, or this fan base is going to just say, "Eh, I think we're good. I think we'll just watch this game on television." They've already started doing that, and um, it's kind of like in basketball when state would win a few games in a row, and you would get up to that big game, and they just completely lay an egg. It's hard to get those people back yeah. um, unless you have just a, a lot of sustained success and right, right now people just don't feel a connection to him mm-hmm. they don't feel a, a connection to this uh this program nearly as much mm-hmm. as as they did when Dan Mullen arrived and he had a packed house in his first game before he even mm-hmm. coached that's a big issue that's going to be that's going to continue to be an issue mm-hmm. if he's not winning games yeah I agree I mean people will easily just just Oh, people, it, it's, Turn too, it's, away. So, it's I mean, so
0: expensive nowadays. People are just going to be like, I, I can live without going up there. Yeah. you know. I like, think you'll probably see that like, against I miss, I miss it. I, I would like to go, but it's just not worth it. It's, it's not worth the money you have to pay in tickets, hotels, food, everything else to go up there.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's going to be a good crowd for the Auburn. No, game. I don't either. I you, mean, you've, you're gonna you've be five lost momentum. Three. Yeah, you're, you're going to lose back-to-back games, and you're going to look awful at all Alabama.
0: Alabama Yeah, yeah it's going to. It'll be forty-six, forty-seven thousand, maybe. Ugh. So,
1: the, and this is you know, now Georgia's
0: going to be a good crowd cause, because I think it's because of the novelty of Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they haven't been here since 2010, and their fans will travel because they haven't been to Starkville in a while, and their team is number one in the
1: nation. But. So that'll be a, that'll be probably be close to a sellout. And what's sad is that East Tennessee State game, though. we can stop saying, like you know, what well, this is a problem everywhere in this. You say, no, nah. Kentucky had a great crowd. Yeah. Ole Miss has had uh, two Miss straight great crowds. For, Ole Miss, Tennessee Ole Miss, did
0: what they did. Ole Miss was packed. Back to back home games
1: for eleven a.m. kicks, which never happens. Yeah, they yeah. haven't they haven't had a packed house in back to back games and you know, in years. Part of that is I think Kiffin calling them out. It is. They're and they're saying, getting behind. I need
0: them. you here. Yep, you gotta and do that as if a coach. If you can't, yeah. Kiffin is in his last two years <laughs> is 17 and three. And if you if, if you don't get behind that guy, nobody's gonna feel bad for you when he walks. And you're never you're not gonna you're going find another coach and be like, Well, if you didn't support this guy winning like that, what are you gonna do for me? Instead, they they give them credit, they've showed up. Yeah. So all right, number uh ten. Mississippi State's a twenty one point underdog to Alabama. 21, huh? I'm gonna bet they lose closer to double that margin. Like if you could I give do, me can odds can on, 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 on them, if I could take Alabama plus or minus forty, I would probably be
1: willing to take that. F- forty five to six. Something like that. That sounds right. And, and Until sure. State scores a touchdown, I'm not predicting one. So I gotta look it
0: up. Hold on a second.
1: Vamp for me, Robbie. Give me some give me some time. Uh Leach has scored zero touchdowns against Alabama. So, well, that's sort of where I'm going. So like, I, like I said, I'm not predicting a touchdown All right, here we go. in this it. game.
0: All right, 15 seconds left in the game. Dak Prescott hits Jameon Lewis for a four-yard touchdown pass to make the score 25-20 to in 2014.
1: 2014.
0: That is the last touchdown Mississippi State scored in Tuscaloosa. I'm not predicting one in this one. They, they scored three points in 2016, mm-hmm. and they got
1: shut out the last two times. And that 2016 game was like... 51-3. to 3. Yeah, that was one of the worst I've ever seen.
0: Great breakfast buffet in the press box, though, that day. Biscuits with chorizo gravy? Oh, yeah. I, I still remember it six years later. That's how good it was. was their meat. It's biscuits with chorizo gravy. Oh there, was, oh, there was a whole thing full of bacon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They also had an om- omelet chef. Nice. In the press box. I was like, I can't imagine what... What, what, what are they doing over there for like the, the, the people in the skyboxes? Like they just got somebody like you know killing the pig live in front of you and can oh. butchering it. What's going on? If I got an omelet chef here for the press, it's been twelve quarters since Mississippi State scored a mm-hmm. touchdown against Alabama.
1: And what what's re- what really it, sucks about that is th- their defenses are nowhere near what these, they were. Well, as what we talked about, these are defenses that you can. We score talked on. about this a
0: little bit last week when you look at the last, especially in the Leach era, right? If you look at Alabama, so let's look at 2020. We'll start there. Ugh. 2020, no, 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 we're not going to talk about the game. We're not going to miss so much, right? Okay, thank you. So State, Ole, Ole Miss, they beat Ole Miss by 15 in a game that was, you remember that game, back and forth. Um, They beat, uh everybody else they kind of beat pretty, pretty soundly that year. They only beat Florida by six, though. Going to 2021, they beat Florida by two. Uh, Texas a beats them. They beat Tennessee pretty badly, but that game was close early. And Tennessee scored touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. Tennessee scored 24 points. They only, lose, they only beat LSU by six. Yeah, Not a good LSU team, six and seven. And LSU scored two touchdowns. They only beat Arkansas by seven. Arkansas was scoring points. Right. They only beat Auburn by two in overtime that year. But State has lost both games under Leach, 41-0 and 49-9. Mm. So everybody in the West has played a close game with Alabama in the last two years, except for Mississippi State. This is going to be such a depressing week to talk about. What's funny is, Robbie, is let's say State had won this game, right? Mm-hmm. I would probably still be telling you that State's going to get blown out. Yeah. It's just all you want in this game. No Mississippi State fan in the world right now is like, God, I'd like to beat Alabama. I mean, they're saying I'd like to beat Alabama, but they're not saying, like, I
1: think we can beat Alabama. No, there's nobody. They
0: would have just been happy losing 42-21. Yeah. They would have been happy to lose by three touchdowns because it meant that they had shown a ton of – like last year we lost by 40. This year we lost by 20. We're getting better.
1: We're scoring touchdowns. It won't be long now. Well, almost every single Alabama game that Mississippi State plays is the same thing. It's the same. Game. Every yard is hard yeah. to get. I mean, you can't stop. You can limit them a couple of times on on defense, but uh-huh. you can't do anything to make them pay. Yeah, that's since, how I feel. Since the twenty seventeen game, now, now, this that was is, the only. This time. includes two
0: home games. Yeah, since that game, State's only scored one touchdown against Alabama. Yeah, it was in twenty nineteen. Yep. Last year, they scored three field goals.
1: Callan Hill scored. Mm-hmm. I remember being surprised. Yeah, yeah. I will be shocked to see a touchdown on Saturday. Like I it, it'll be. I, like it'll be like seeing Jesus. Yeah. 45 like,
0: 6 is, is, is a good score.
1: Especially, and now, oh, oh, by the way, you got a wounded animal, Alabama. The, the Alabama that's like, okay, we've figured out all of our issues now. Now we can start playing our brand of football and win the rest knows, of our games.
0: They have no more wiggle room and they have to beat the crap out of everybody they play.
1: Again, this has happened almost every year since happened, 2010. 2019 and State has played them five times after a loss. Mm-hmm. All right. So it happened last year. Is five that, times yeah. now.
0: Back-to-back years. By the way, and how many losses in there? Like nine? Fourteen. Okay. All right.
1: But still, I mean, yeah. that's – they've lost 14 no, no, times, no, no. And, and five you. times they're playing Mississippi State the next week. Yeah. Yeah, it's just incredible. Right. I guarantee you State has – nobody else has played Bama after lost no, more than State. No. Number 11. God, help, help help us.
0: I hope we're still doing this podcast in 2024. hope you and I are still happy and doing well doing great. Hope Natty is growing up. My, one kid will be mine will be in college, and Emily will be, uh, I think, a junior in high school. He's going to be in college, and Emily, I think, will be a junior in high school. In 2024, I don't care what anybody's record is. I'm predicting Kentucky to beat Mississippi State. Yeah, and Lexington. Please. I will not Pick Mississippi State to win in Kentucky again. Win at Kentucky again until they do it. And please,
1: somebody remind us. Don't don't let no, don't let me be. Brainwashed. I don't care if State's
0: undefeated and Kentucky's winless. I'm picking Kentucky to win.
1: Don't do not let me be brainwashed in no, that game. I won't. I, I'm not going to be. Class. I don't care what State's so, done before. Then I'm not picking State versus no Kentucky. Not. will not to win it. that.
0: Last one, number twelve. I'm going to adjust my prediction to seven and five. State's going to lose the egg ball. I say State loses the egg ball. Now I just. If Kentucky rushes for 100, Kentucky was rushing for 93 yards a game. They're yep. the worst team in the conference running the football Couldn't until last anybody. night. Couldn't block anybody. They ran for 239 yards. What are Evans, Judkins, and Dart going to do?
1: Well, and Chris Rodriguez, too, has not, has not played. So Finally, that, he got it going. And, and you know, he, he wasn't this, playing before Ole Miss. So, you know, that, that's changed a little bit, but still. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they literally just came out last night and said, we can't throw the football very well. So we're going to run it. And we did. Which by the way, didn't seem to trust Will Levis nearly as I much he, as I, I think. Thought.
0: they tried to keep him out of trouble as far as like getting, getting sacked. Hurt. And it did, they almost didn't. I mean, do why it. why would you do it? Why almost why wouldn't you
1: just oh, Yeah, just run the ball? State still yeah. couldn't stop it. They put everybody in the box and still could not stop one, it.
0: You want one more thing? Do you want that? It's gonna hurt some people's feelings? Well, Roger's not gonna win the Connerly. I think before the season he would have been like a huge favorite if you could do betting odds, he'd have been like like minus 400. Not now. It's either going to be Dart or Evans.
1: Well, he's going to have, he's, he, he's had now, he's going to have three bad games mm-hmm. out of this first part of the schedule with um, Kentucky, LSU, and Bama. Mm-hmm. And all of them are going to be losses. Mm-hmm. And then the Georgia game, bad. can't imagine that's going to go well. And then if they lose the Egg Bowl, I think he'll be okay in the other games, but. Well, it's only two games, though. I mean one of them is against an FCS team. Well, it's three games. I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be somewhat successful in the Egg Bowl. Okay. Uh, so, Auburn, Eastern, East Tennessee, we'll and see. Ole Miss. But he's not winning that award,
0: which is crazy, going back to the start
1: of the season. I, I'll give
0: you a, a – so I had a thought. Like, when, when my, I thought, like, every year we, do, we go down to the Connerly, Sports Talk Mississippi. We're always there. We do a live remote. And I always try to get an interview with the MSU guy. And, I mean, you're just doing it in, in the lobby with all these – and it's so loud and – I was going to reach out to MSU and be like, look, we all know Rodgers is going to win this. So can I just get him on the Wednesday show? Pre-record, whatever you want to do. But, a, but now I'm like, he's not going to win.
1: Eh, that's a little premature. I, I'm, not, I'm not going there yet. If they, if they had the award today, would he win? Or what uh, would it be Zach Evans? I mean, I, w- I wouldn't even say Zach Evans is the best running back on the team right now. Okay, I, I, I'm not going to disagree
0: with you much on that. I like Judkins a lot, but, but Evans is, I think, the guy there.
1: Mm, I think Judkins has been better. Okay, but the I one would Dart win it. Maybe Dart, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I mean, I I mean, Will has still put up some good numbers. I mean, twenty three numbers have been good. Twenty three touchdowns and four picks. I mean, it's, yeah. he, right. he didn't play well against LSU and Kentucky. I mean, I'm I'm not going to jump off the wheel bandwagon just I'm because al- of two bad road games. Well, but there's another bad game coming. And I, and I probably I, but, I
0: understand that Will oh, it's Alabama, but at some point, don't you, if you're a good quarterback. Don't you have to show
1: up in that game? Yeah, but it's a two-way street. It is. I mean, the, he's got to have protection. He does. State didn't block well. No. Uh, I didn't think the running backs blocked well. Well, I mean, nothing offensively. Nothing worked. There's nothing good I mean, to take from you. I, I feel like we, we have this conversation a lot, and I feel like we put the entire game on Will Rogers' shoulders. The, and I just don't think that's a fair statement. You're not, you're not statement. wrong. You're not wrong. He's but, the most, most important part. I, I completely agree. And in he this plays offense, it's all him. Well, no, 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 no. It's not all him. There's if he's be... not playing well, they can't win. They, no, I agree, I agree with that. If he's not playing well. But I didn't think anybody was playing no, well. No, they didn't. They didn't. But By the but way, that, it a was Dylan of... Johnson hurt? What I happened? I don't, I don't know.
0: He just disappeared.
1: Well, like he was on the sideline, and then out of nowhere, he came in and ran nah, like I two know. plays, and that was it. I know. I, I don't know what the deal is. Again, and we won't ever know. We won't ever know. Yeah, because nobody will give us any nobody kind of will clarification. We'll make, they'll he'll have a, a smart remark. I mean people, people want us to ask mm-hmm. hard questions to Mike Leach. What's the what's the point in asking some of these questions? Yeah, we're not we're going to he's going to make fun of us. Tell us maybe it's, we should be coaches. It's it's almost like, it's like asking a, a toddler. A question. Yeah, we we can't we don't get anything out of it. Like. Monday, we will not learn anything at this press conference. No. He won't talk about he'll, – he'll give us the same mundane answers. He'll mm-hmm. walk in there 20 minutes late with mm-hmm. a cup of coffee and walk out. And he'll, he'll spend more time talking about Yellowstone than he will talking about yeah. the actual game. So it's really worthless for us to ask anything about injuries. Why is he doing this and that? It's, it means nothing. At some point – He's smarter than like, everybody. I don't
0: go because you know, he, doesn't, he doesn't show up until we're on the air anyway. But like, I would just stop going because – like what? What are you gaining? You're gonna you you ask a question every
1: week. You never get an answer. Just don't go. Yeah, I mean, last week I asked about Somebody, special teams. Like, why are, yeah. why are the kickers struggling yeah. to make extra points? And it's well, yeah. I guess we didn't do this. But everybody wasn't sitting in the right spot. Like, MSU is going to send
0: you a transcript.
1: Well, they'll send you the video. They'll Send you the video. Yeah, yeah. send you, you something.
0: You don't have to. You don't have to go. All
1: right. Mike Nemus is going to send everybody a transcript. Right, there you go. does our Q&As.
0: Let's move on into the last part of the show. That's brought to you by friends over the Mississippi Beef Council. I'm planning on cooking some steaks today. Hopefully that will be the case. Uh, I saw a lot of you guys talking about cooking. My my buddy Brian McDuff did a whole tenderloin earlier this weekend. Uh, Oh, it looked incredible. We got somebody uh, – let me see, who is this on Twitter? Really interesting idea. Austin, and this is Austin Mack, but he's doing uh, some smoked taco soup. So Ooh. he's smoking the meat and the veggies, and they're going to make a taco soup. I mean, that sounds great. And right? just dump it in the soup? Yeah. Ooh, that, that sounds, sounds great. Sounds great, right? These are the great ideas you can have with uh, with beef. So, I, I, as always, I encourage you, head over to your local grocery stores, find out what's on special, find out what's going on, talk to your butchers, and get some beef and put it on the grill, because nothing's going to be better than that. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. It's also a great place to watch college football each and every weekend. So, if you're in Startville this weekend and you want to catch the games, head over to Two Brothers, grab some food, cold beer, plenty of big screen TVs and a great atmosphere for watching college football. Going to be weather starting to chill a little bit, so great patio weather during the day. Go out there and enjoy yourself. Head over to Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products and great service. Every business promises that. Advantage Business Systems is sure to deliver it. And you know that I'm telling the truth because they've got 47 years of doing it. 47 years. That's longer than I've been alive that Advantage Business Systems has been helping local Mississippi businesses just like yours. Don't wait around when you need new technology. Call Advantage Business Systems. And then when you need service, you just call the same number, you talk to the same people, and they get it fixed. Think about that. When you buy something at a big box store, you're talking to somebody who just works at the big box store. They don't work for the company. And then when you talk to you know about service, you're not talking to the person who sold you the item. You're talking to somebody completely different who's never heard of you, has no relationship with you. Don't you want to be treated like a neighbor and not a number? If you do, you call Advantage Business Systems. Number 601-362-9192 or visit online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help their, your business do business. We had so many huge debates last week about branding and everything else. I, don't, I, I know. I know what you're all thinking today, by the way. Like, oh, get rid of that helmet. Yeah, I know. I get it. But... Nobody likes the banner M. It's an objective fact. Or, I'm sorry, not it. There are some people who like it, but those tame people, if Mississippi State said tomorrow, hey, we're changing our colors to green and pink, would go buy a whole wardrobe full of them. They just do whatever they're told. Don't be like them. Head to The Rogue, shoptherogue.com. Holiday season coming up. Get yourself a fantastic new MSU Polo and MSU Quarter Zip, the great quality materials and the logos that you want. Don't worry about living the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. We discussed a lot of important things here today, but something today. By the way, the the rewatchables this week was Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Was what? Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. That's what this quote comes from. Oh, okay. I've never seen it. You should watch it. You would enjoy it. You like Al Pacino? Yeah. Alec Baldwin? Yeah. Ed Harris? Yeah. Before he became a terrible human being, Kevin Spacey? Sure. They're all in this movie. All right. All right, then. Let's talk about something important. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down.
1: Coffee's for closers only.
0: Coffee is for closers. Brought to you by our friends over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churnin' Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse or Churnin's... I'm sorry. It's here in Starkville. Or at Brupolo over in Tupelo, real quick. We we did Dublin last week. Somebody sent me a funny joke to say, you know, Dublin is the uh, biggest city in Mississippi. Oh. Yeah, population's doubling every day. Oh. Wow. But this day, wouldn't it be uh, strange, Robbie? No, no pun intended. If uh let's go with uh if if Brupolo was in Gunnison. That would be strange. You know the county?
1: Um, Gunnison, Gunnison. South Mississippi?
0: No, North Mississippi.
1: Where? Bolivar. Bolivar or Bolivar. Bolivar. Bolivar? I say Bolivar. It's Bolivar. Is it? It is Bolivar. Oh, I don't know if you're right about that. I'm surprised you've gotten some mispronunciations as much as you have. Inside the state. You've been inside the state much longer. I never you. know how to, like, uh, read
0: pronunciation keys anyway. The B-O-L is capitalized. That makes me think it's Ba. Ball Bolivar Boliver. That's what I said. Bolivar is what you As said. As I said Boliver? Yes. Well, then I don't know. It's Boliver. Okay. Well, here's what I'm wondering. Though. It's named after a, a, a Spanish explorer. Don't you think the Spanish would have been Bolivar Bolivar? Bolivar
1: Bolivar. I don't know. Well, don't know. it could be, like, you know. I don't know. Lafayette is supposed to be Lafayette. Yeah, but that's done but that, on purpose. Yeah, but what I'm saying is oh, okay, it was, that was a Frenchman, and it's named after the same. It's Man. named after Lafayette. I mean, Lafayette. Lafayette. So why, why are we doing that?
0: I don't know. That's a good point. I've always said Bolivar, though. Bolivar. Okay. No, You mentioned him coming to the press conference. Bit, but no coffee for Michael Leach. He doesn't like the taste of it anyway. No coffee for you, buddy. This game was harsh and bitter. Yeah. It was, it, was, it, was tough to, it was tough to settle down in my stomach. Yeah. Mike Leach doesn't deserve coffee. He, he's the top dog. When, look, when there's like one or two things that I can pick out, that's one thing. When there's so many things, I'm like, where did it all go wrong? And I can't start? That's on the head coach. Yes. Simple as that. So no coffee for Mike Leach. Historic day here, Robbie. History being made here on Thunder and Lightning. For the first time ever, I'm pretty sure. I'm not giving coffee to Alabama. Sounds good to me. I, I, can't, I can't get behind it. They butchered the end of that game.
1: Yeah, they did. They,
0: they, they could have kicked that ball, they kicked the field goal with no time left. And they didn't. How about Nick Saban is not great at late game Coaches situations. Coaches aren't great. There are only a few that are great in late game situations. But like, they could have forced Tennessee to burn their timeouts there. They could have. And they didn't. And it cost them. And that was as incredible a moment of college I texted with our friend Bill Martin. He said it was unbelievable. Um, and I believe him I and just watching the videos and stuff like that, there's some really emotional stuff, which is great. You know, I love college football. It's so much fun and that was a big part of it. Well,
1: they haven't beaten fifteen years. Alabama in fifteen years. I mean that that's a program that's a very proud that's, program. That's their big rival. That's, yeah. that's 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 their egg somebody says something about
0: the egg bowl and I was like, That's their egg bowl. Yeah. Imagine fifteen years in the egg bowl. I mean,
1: it'd be it'd be unbearable. Fifteen years in the Iron Bowl. Yeah, you couldn't handle that. So, but and yeah, like that, you have to give props too to that fan base because they're always there, mm-hmm. no matter what their team is. You know they, and maybe it's maybe it's an overinflation of themselves mm-hmm. or what, but that fan base is always hundred percent behind Big Orange. They have, a and great they deserve chance. that. They deserve that moment. They have a great chance. To win the SEC, oh yeah, they have a great chance to do it. If they get, I think, I think they might lose to Bama in the mm-hmm. SEC championship. If they make it to the SEC championship, mm-hmm. if they if they get past Georgia, mm-hmm. I I think they can win it all. Yeah, if they beat Georgia, I would, I think that they well they have to beat Alabama again. That's gonna be that, tough. Well, the, they'll they'll get in the playoff no matter what. At that point, yeah, they would they would be. But I think right. that I think they might, it's gonna be hard to beat Bama twice. But yeah, I think it's I think that team's good enough to win a national championship. Yeah. All right, last one. National one.
0: I I I found another one. We we said Oklahoma State before the thing, and I I, I've been thinking about it the whole show. I was like, I I feel it was still a
1: top twenty five game.
0: Still being like, I'm being harsh. No, no, I got the answer. Notre Dame. They lose. They lost to Stanford. Oh, I didn't even a bad putrid bad Stanford team. Marcus Freeman. I don't uh, think he's gonna work. I'm not sure who's getting fired first. Venables. Who I mean, I know they won, but. They're not doing good.
1: I'm off the cans. Freeman, I, I
0: think Freeman. Yeah, but I think they'll get to six though. They'll get to a ball.
1: Yeah, they'll find a way. But they're about to to really struggle here the end the year. I agree. But
0: Notre Dame is three and three. I mean, Marcus Freeman's not going to get. He, he'll get this year. Yeah, next year'll be it for him. Never yeah. hire a players coach. No. If the players they're like not. oh the players love him, that's who we want to hire. That's the absolute last guy to hire. Hire the jerk. Hire the guy that, yeah. that people do not want to like, work with. Yeah, you, you, you become a player's coach by winning, not by, you know, you just can't go that route. Yep. Mississippi State learned that lesson. That's so. correct. All right. Tomorrow's show, whatever Leach gives us, we'll talk about. <laughs> uh, do we have a, we didn't have any differences this week. Mm, yeah, we
1: did. We did? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't. Because you got mad. Because I got I mad because I wanted
0: to take Arkansas and I wanted to take Tennessee and you went that behind my back. I didn't are behind your back. I really thought they were going to win, it's and I nailed it. You were right. I've won, so I do a, a group group meet. I don't sorry. I do a group pick them with some of my college buddies and high school buddies, and uh, I have won four straight weeks in that. And why we play I for think? money, so I'm, I'm 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 doing good.
1: The things that I spend money on, like mm-hmm. fantasy football and stuff, mm-hmm. I never win. It's the it's the fantasy football leagues that I don't yeah. put money down. That I normally that I'll I'm win.
0: terrible. I've been really good with picks this year. I don't know why, but I missed both the, the late games last night. But that's the only two I missed. I picked Florida, and I picked uh,
1: State. Did I pick Florida? Yeah. We both picked Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I had no faith in LSU. We we, we, we had no difference. So you're still two games up. We'll
0: get to that on on Tuesday's show. Guys, have a great uh, Monday. Back with you on Tuesday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.